finding actually a new way that includes both positions you know you need to find a different way of doing things that is not either my way or your way it is our way it's the couple's way Absolutely. but that needs to be you know you need to be open to that and to discover that and to let go of of, of how you think things should be You're now listening to the Happiness Project podcast that has touched more than 80,000 lives and has evolved in more than 100 plus countries and is available on 10 plus platforms. Please do subscribe to the Happiness Project podcast by Rena Jain so you never miss out on a single episode on the show. Episodes release every Fridays. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher or any other platform that you're listening this podcast on because your support will go a long long way. Hi, my name is Rana Jain. I'm a psychologist, wellness coach and a podcaster. You're now listening to the Happiness Project podcast. A podcast that will help you look at things differently and push you to have a better experience of life. My wish for you is that you find peace in this moment. That you do things that really lights up your soul and sets it up on fire. That you keep pushing yourself to be a better person with a grateful and compassionate heart that you put yourself out there because life is too short to be living for anybody else but you i really wish you bloom with grace because trust me you are one intention away from an entirely different life Hello guys how are you all doing how is the week coming along well you're now listening to the 95th episode on the happiness project podcast and i am going to be sharing the highlights of my conversation with jakaim and natasha around fear and love in relationships well i don't cuss okay usually not that i never have but i just choose to find other words to express my anger or disappointment words that i make up like off oh, friglish or i just growl when something gets my goat there's one word though that can ruin relationships it's a curse word of sorts its name is fear fear in relationships is the f word that has split more marriages aborted many relationships before its time and has kept more lovers sleeping back to back than the flu virus right um not the f word that you're thinking right now <laughs> let's be honest we all face fear from time to time it's a very natural reaction to the unknown the problems happen though when we choose to operate in fear instead of courage or love you've likely heard one of the most inspirational quotes courage isn't the absence of fear it's choosing to act in spite of it this couldn't be true in relationships we've all been hurt in one relationship or another 
so we tend to protect ourselves from being hurt in the same way ever again in order to accomplish this goal we put up walls make self fulfilling prophecy and shut others out this as you can see causes major problems in intimate relationships i'm not going to give you a five step process for getting rid of fear it's not that easy and truth be told we've probably all read those blogs however if you want to have healthy relationships and not struggle all the time with fear in relationships you have to be willing to take risks you have to be willing to courageously tackle your fears what if you get hurt well my friend that is the risk you take when you choose to love when you choose to function from the place of love instead of fear yes love is risky it offers no guarantees it doesn't really come with a guarantee card either maybe you will be hurt again but what if you're not wouldn't you have rather have loved and lost than not to have loved at all the great british poet alfred lord tennyson asks the point is that if you want to experience deeper levels of intimacy the gift of knowing and being known you're going to have to jump in now i'm not advocating you to throw away all of your common sense no there are times when you need to be cautious or walk away but you can't constantly let fear overpower you so in this episode i'm sharing the highlights of my conversation like i said with jakaim and natasha who focuses on choosing love over fear look it is true that life becomes a momentous journey when you decide to choose love over fear in everything you do and i mean everything there is a sensation that arises within us when we realize that fear is a construction of a mind manipulated by negativity the reality is fear only smothers us and traps us and withholds us from our greatest capability to love and involve love in everything we do or say there is a light inside each and every one of us that shines in the sense of our dreams with love as the intention for ourselves for the world around us and for living life to the fullest the importance of finding that light cherishing it seeking it out and embracing it is a step toward choosing love over fear so tune in to the episode today and if you wish to listen to the entire episode the link is mentioned in the show notes hope you'll decide to choose love over fear and let love be the driving force of your intention day in and day out take care and i will see you next week totally uh, you know get your point especially because you know when you are sharing that space with someone constantly for 24/7 i think conflicts are inevitable i think that's a part of every relationship and i think it's healthy you know as long as you know how to deal with it it's it's definitely the right way to go about with right yeah 100% i think i think actually conflict is is a is a good thing it's not it's not a bad thing it it, right. it actually is good because there's energy within a conflict and also there's great learning within a conflict if it's allowed to be carried out mm-hmm. and for us they, we make a distinction between conflict and fighting right when you are in a in a in a conflict you have a disagreement you have different points of view and you can talk about them yes it can be emotional all that but it's very different than when you start attacking the other person 
right? When it becomes, oh, you are wrong and this is all wrong and how you see this is wrong and all of this. And it's like my position against your position. While a conflict that's handled healthily is, 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 a, is a way of exploring and finding actually a new way that includes both positions you know you need to find a different way of doing things that is not either my way or your way it is our way it's the couple's way but that needs to be you know you need to be open to that and to discover that and to let go of 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 how you think things should be absolutely absolutely i think oh yes like you said conflict is healthy you know when when the the lockdown happened covid happened uh, you know initially of course everybody was very excited okay they get to be home they get to spend time with themselves with their family loved ones but i think i think a month into the lockdown uh, everybody was so afraid to spend the time with themselves and they would prefer stepping out i think uh, one thing that i have observed in a lot of people is that uh, they they're so scared of uh, you know being by themselves going within or or even reflecting so what do you have to say about that mm, i love it <laughs> that's that's like right down my alley <laughs> and, and just just to give you a little perspective when when i was as younger i i used to do uh, days called purposeless days and and they were basically days where i didn't have a cell phone i didn't have a plan no books no distractions and and the whole idea was uh, what happens when i don't distract myself because what i realized is i can't be with myself so i was like and this is really strange i'm like i'm the one thing i take with myself yeah it's like nowhere where you go i'm there <laughs> You know, you can go to America, which I did. Uh, you can go to, you know, like you can go wherever you, but you are there. So if you're not at peace with yourself, that's really, that was strange to me. So that question drove me to actually create the context where I'm forced in quotes to just be and see see what happens, right? And and so this is actually a fascinating topic because what I've discovered is yes, there's there's fear yes there's discomfort there are all kinds of stories and problems that start to surface within your mind and the mind makes into really this this big thing you know like oh my god it's so bad but when you have nowhere to go and you you are just there uh, what happens is eventually you you see through it Uh, it, it's it's this very strange thing where it's like there's this drama 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 and then suddenly from one moment to the next you see that it's the mind chasing itself and 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 the next moment there's peace because you see through the illusion you see through the illusion of what the mind is creating in this moment it literally is like a dream you know when you when you fall asleep and you have a dream and you are another person uh, in a different world uh, acting up you know acting everything out there's other people and all of that uh, and then you wake up and you realize well that was a dream so we have those dreams all day long by having all kinds of thoughts and scenarios and all this fear, you know, it's like, oh, it's so dangerous. So don't, don't, don't spend time with yourself. You know, it, it's bad, it's bad. But when you don't buy into it, uh, it loses its power. It's, it's only power it has is when we buy into it and identify with it and believe it. That's when it grows bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like, okay, I've got to solve this. I've got to do something about it. What if you don't? It's like you take all the energy away and you, you come back to to something more essential 
rather than just the mind and its thoughts. I think that's equally difficult, right? Uh, especially considering that the fear is crippling in, you know. And uh, so, one of the things that I wanted to wanted you to uh, answer was uh, was that what causes people to live in this fear for so long that they make that a part of themselves and don't even realize it. Mm, right, right. You know, the for, for at the heart of a lot of problems is identification. Right. So I am mm-hmm. Yachim. I am white. I am this. You know, I'm 30 years old. I have a wife, and all of that. Those are all labels, and I'm identifying with them. So there is literally a mechanism, and everyone can verify this for themselves. There is a mechanism within you where you identify with something, and you can see this happening, especially like in relationships. Like Natasha is disagreeing with me, and I feel attacked. How come? Because I'm identified with this position, with this idea that I'm having, this mental concept, and that's me. So when she's disagreeing with the idea, she's disagreeing with me, with me personally. <laughs> and I get all defensive and scared and, and angry and, and all of that. But it is it is this identification, right? And it's the same thing with the stories. So you have a fear coming up, right? What that Within that fear, there's an identification that's happening right. with the person. And it is that identification then that you believe that you are that. Again, you can come back to the dream as an example. You fall asleep and and you wake up like you you dream that you are some alien on some different planet. In this moment, you are that. You really are that, right? But you are not. It's it's made up. And when you wake up, you're like, oh, that's not me. So what what, what happened, it really is when you start to see through the identification that you realize, Oh, I'm not my fears. The fears arise, the fears pass, the stories arise, the story passes, but I'm still here. So what is that that is more essential than any of those things? Right. Yes, I think, yeah, I think everything lies in identification, especially when you identified everything, every thought, especially your brain, you know. I think we give so much of importance to our minds, to our brains, and uh, it becomes really difficult to disassociate ourselves with it, especially because we are spending so much time within our mind and very little outside. You spoke about, uh, you know, choosing love over fear so what exactly do you mean by you can either choose fear or you can choose love so whether you are aware of the fears that you have um, within your life or within your mind um, that that does influence how you behave and the things that you do and the choices that you make because a lot of us even if we're not aware of it um, if, if there is a fear for example uh, like you said a lot of people might want to find excuses to go get out of the house and distract themselves and you know not be with themselves why because maybe there's resistance against feeling something when they are on their own or maybe there's fear of being alone or for feeling alone right so Whatever fear or insecurities is inside of you, it's driving you to either cover it up 
So you're adding stuff into your life. Oh, let me go out. Oh, let me watch a Netflix movie. Like, do you really, really want to watch it? I'm not sure, but but it, it sounds pretty good right now, right? So it's this little agitated feeling of I need to put that away. I need to add something on top. It's like you bake a cake; it doesn't taste quite good. Oh, let me put that on top. Maybe it'll taste better. Maybe add that too, and it'll taste better. So you so you add more and more on top, thinking maybe it'll be more okay. Maybe I'll feel less scared. Maybe I I'll feel better if I just cover it up. And some people either do that or they they fight against it. They say, no, 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 no. You know, I'm I'm a confident person who has friends. I just like to be with friends. And then they kind of resist the idea completely, and they identify with something else. So, whatever fears inside of you, whether you're aware of it or or not, it's still changing how you behave. You're avoiding it. You're pushing against it. You're adding additional stuff into your life that you might not necessarily want, all to get rid of this feeling, all to get rid of this this fear that's inside of you. So, when we say actually, you don't have to do that. You don't have to choose fear. You can actually choose love. That means that the very first thing you have to do is realize that you, you're okay. Like even if you're scared of something, even if this crazy time of 2020 is unpredictable, it's crazy. People are going crazy.、Um, there's just so much unknown, and it's、yeah. scary. That's okay.、Yeah. You know, it's okay to feel that way.、Yeah. It's it's all right to have that, and to not. We don't have to run away from. That human experience that we're having, you know, we don't have to fight against that because otherwise we're kind of fighting internally within ourselves.、Mm. So once we stop that fight and once we start avoiding it and adding things on top and all that kind of reaction we have towards the fear that we have within us, then you kind of free yourself up to choose something that much more aligns with you. Something that feels much more expansive, something that feels good and feels right, feels right. Because you know, when when we distract ourselves by eating a bit more or watching us something stupid on our phone or on YouTube or whatever, there's a part of it that that just deep down knows it's not quite the right thing we need right now. You know. Mm-hmm. We know that. <laughs> we all feel that. You know, we all feel that, and we also know that when we're able to drop that and choose something that really nourishes us and others too, that that it's truly what we need deep down. It might not always be most comfortable, but it's it's what you've been longing for this whole time.、Mm. Just to kind of. Add on to it because it's a very it's a distinction, right? There's、sure. fear and there's love, and, and and the reason why we are making it like this is just because it's it's simpler for people to kind of see. And so, a, a mentor of mine she gave me this acronym for fear stands for future events appearing real. Real. Okay.、Correct. Future events appearing real. And so you can see that、uh, when you are in bed, you're all safe, but you're freaking out, right? There's there's, there's nothing there. You're safe. There's there's no tiger chasing you. You're completely safe. So that's a future event, whatever it is, or or or, or the past. But it it is basically created in this moment,、mm-hmm. and so that is what fear 
really stands for in 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 in, in our view right that is something that is created that there's a mind energy put into it thought energy put into it and we feel the effects in it you know we have a higher heartbeat we're sweating we have all of those kind of symptoms right and yeah. so when when you drop from that like if if, if you either see through that or or you drop back into what's here now right here now which is usually your body your mind can travel anywhere it can create anything it, it's yeah. really amazing actually but the body can't the body can't the body's here now right yeah. and what happens when you're here now is that there's love for what is because any kind of disagreement with what is is again mind created and so that is why we're saying you're choosing love over fear is to say okay i'm not buying into this story anymore i'm coming back to hear what is that is where the love is and that is where the functionality actually lies you can see that in sports people you know the sports people are the best when they're here now in the flow they're not thinking oh how am i going to hit this am i going to get be able to do this am i good, good enough to do this they're here now it's just like it, it flows and that's when you are at your best that's when you're actually functional love really the way we are looking at it and the way we're defining is really actually being functional of being vulnerable um, especially in relationships or it could be even otherwise so uh, what do you think is the importance of uh, bringing into vulnerability or uh, you know into any relationship or any interaction in your life mm-hmm. yeah, i love vulnerability i really do uh, because it, it adds such a depth to a relationship and 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 it's the reason why it's called vulnerable in my opinion is because you feel vulnerable you, you it's like you have guarded something you know like a side that you haven't really accepted yourself to be honest i mean that's why you probably are are not at peace with it and so you're guarding it and then that but now you're showing it to someone else right and that can feel scary because you're taking the guard away right. but in my experience what happens is that it's extremely liberating because you bring it into the light it's not hidden under the chair or in the closet in the cellar you bring it out into the light and and someone else and you can look at it and it can be seen and 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 especially when people truly are vulnerable it often brings out compassion and loving the other person you know so so often we're very afraid are we going to get like stabbed or something like that it is a an it is a possibility but most of the time when people see you in, in so open so vulnerable what they actually want to do is they want to embrace you i know i think <laughs> you know the it, this is like the incredible ripple effect of being at peace with our own vulnerability in any situation is that uh, it kind of helps us to develop compassion towards ourselves and for ourselves you know Yeah, yeah. Definitely. 100%. And it it's so powerful. And again, it it comes back to choosing love. All right? So I'm 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 scared and I don't want to share it. But I know actually not wanting to share it is is fear-based, right? Mm-hmm. And so that is me. I can choose. I can choose to share out of love. And so that is again, it's a decision to stop the habitual pattern and to learn actually a new a new way of being a new way of interacting and as you do that and it's so nice you do it more and more because it feels really good yeah. and 
And this question actually really beautifully ties into the two points we've been talking about. One is fear and choosing fear versus love. Yeah, him already said. You know, when you're hiding things, trying to protect yourself, that's actually fear-based, right? So that's one. And another one is that when you really show that part of yourself, there is that acceptance and respect and value for what you are going through. So you're actually. Meeting yourself in the present moment, you know, you're no longer trying to defend some mental idea, like the identification of who you think you should be, and who you think other need, other people need to perceive you to be, and you drop that. You actually act more like you, and less like who you think you need to be for the world. Is also because of the kind of experiences that we've had in our past. So, do you think it's possible for someone to change their narrative but still find peace?、Mm. Yeah. So, so I think we need to、uh, first discern between who who we are as as a character, as a personality. Yes, the character and the personality is shaped、um, through experiences and, and past ideas and all of this. However, there is also who we are that is beyond your personality or character,、right? and 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 so and that is beyond their narrative. So you can have a narrative about you know a negative narrative about yourself, but if you don't buy into it, if you if you see that there's something more fundamental to you, much more fundamental than 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 the personality,、uh, then it won't constrict you. It is again, it is this. It is this absorption. It's this identification. It's like you're watching a movie, and you know, or or reading a book. I actually like like the book more because book is just ink on paper. But you you start to feel. You're like, oh my god, what's going to happen next? And you turn the page, you know, and you start sweating, and and you're like, oh my god, like you have all kinds of reactions, but it's ink on paper, right? So you are the 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 book is creating an entire reality within you where there's a character going through all kinds of things, and you're. Absorbed in it, but when you step out of it, you see it's ink on paper. It's not. It, there's nothing there, right? And 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 that's the same thing with that that you can experiment with yourself. Is that you can when you sit down and you're with yourself, you can see there's an entire 3D or even 4D creation that happens within your mind. Right, so there's a memory that comes up, which has pictures. It may have smells. It may have colors.、Uh, there's a narrative about that that's happening, right? So there's an entire movie unfolding within you, and you're drawn into it,、uh, and you think that's you, right?、Uh, but when when that falls away, right? When when that ceases, as it, everything does, every memory or whatever is eventually going to fade away. You come back to to something else that's here. Which is the thing that's aware? Like there's something here aware of the experience, right? And so that is different than just changing the narrative, because a lot of psychology, hypnosis, and all of that is working on changing the narrative, and that's very powerful as as all its place. And yes, that would that can help greatly and increase happiness, increase functionality, and all of that. And there's another layer that you can turn around and look at. What what am I actually without all of those things? What what's here, all the time? It's about separating yourself from the narrative that is constantly happening, right? Yes, it it it's about that, and also it really is 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 something. It decreases. 
the narrative the more you see that the narrative isn't you the less valuable it actually is and and it starts decreasing and things that used to be scary or vulnerable uh are not as vulnerable anymore it's not scary anymore because it just loses its power it loses its grip i have this example i watched uh years ago a ted talk by someone who created an extremely um new concept of schooling and it was just so so cool what he was introducing and it was very innovative and it was very new and he was proposing this idea and everyone was very excited um but after his TED talk there's the Q&A and someone asked him and this is um the the the, the founder one of the creators of it he's he's done many projects in his life so he's a very successful businessman you can say or creative whatever you want to call it and someone questions and and asks him wow this is such a i guess what do you call it when it's like a big project like a very over like reaching kind of project you know um what what if it fails like what's your plan b or what if it doesn't work like you know so he was asking these questions of like how would you deal with that and his answer at the time i thought it was very very strange but now i get it <laughs> because of the conversation we're having now his question was like oh well if it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah. and i was like what he just gave like an hour and a half <laughs> TED talk about how amazing it'll be and how it's so different, how it changed the world and it's incredible and he can't wait to get it started and there's so many people working on it and the budget is this much and when he's asked about it not working out the way that he envisioned it to, he says, "Yeah, then it doesn't." And I thought, "Wow, doesn't this guy care? Like doesn't this doesn't isn't he some on some level personally like not involved but personally invested yeah personally invested yes. and it's not financially but like his self-worth his his resume uh, what do his business partners and his future business is like, like what doesn't he care about the impact of this failure this huge failure and i was freaking out for him you know when he said that i was like oh no no he can't fail of course he has to make it work no he can't it can't just not work you know i was freaking out for him because i was i was so attached to his success until that point and all the good projects and how brilliant he is he's a genius and he has to make this work and to this idea i was attached to the idea too like no no this <laughs> ideas must exist in this world but i learned like later on that this guy was doing what he knew was the right thing he was inspired to do he was called to do he brought a team together the idea was there they're going to go for it and he's yeah. completely passionate about it extremely but was he uh personally invested and attached to that idea was his self-worth was he self-identified with the project mm. no because he knew that the project wasn't him yes and that he would be okay whether it worked out or not and he wasn't scared mm. for his future for his life if it didn't work out and so at the moment i thought he was crazy but now you know <laughs> now i understand that wow he's relieving himself a great deal of pressure and also yes. of suffering mm. by choosing to actually yes. know who he is and what Absolutely. his project is and what what those ideas are which are not necessarily him 